Hello and a big, big welcome today uh, for all of you out there and for you as well. Uh, Bex Haywood, thank you for Hi. coming. It's nice to see you. Hi, nice to be along. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, yeah, it's exciting to hear about uh, your path with the horses. Uh, where you are today and what you have experienced and what, what you are working with. So let's hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite quite a lot to um, talk about. <laughs> I have that's many, good. many factors of things that I do horse-wise, so. Yeah, how did you start? Have you been with horses all your life or you just get into this uh, now or how is it? Yeah, so um, I'm from a completely non-horsey family. So mm. none of my family have ever been into horses. Um, but when I was four years old, I was like, I want to ride, I want to ride. And eventually my mum took me to a local riding stables. And um, that was it. I've been horse obsessed ever <laughs> since. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been difficult because, you know, when you don't have a horsey family it can be more difficult to go to competitions and things mm -hmm. um, I'm always quite envious of people that turn up to competitions with their mum and their mum's helped them bath their horse and plait it and drive mm -hmm. them there and um, you know my, my dad was very good he used to drive me in the trailer when I was younger to competitions um, and, and help me poop it <laughs> um, but other than that you know they, they didn't really know how to do anything with horses more than that so mm -hmm. I've had to teach myself or learn from other people around me or instructors um to get to where I am so. yeah <laughs> it was the same for me my my father was allergic and my mother was afraid of horses <laughs> uh, okay yeah but I think somehow we get more interested than if you have it close to you I think Somehow. Yeah, because yeah, you have to work harder yeah. to, to get anywhere with it. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that grow up with horses end up losing the interest when they get mm. to older teenagers because they know it's there and they yeah. can pick it up and put it down because their mum or dad will always be there to, you know, look after the horse if they don't want to. But when you don't have that backup, it's you got to do it all yourself or not at all. So mm. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and today you are, have a work uh, that also is horsey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, I started up the Wide Boot Company in 2019. So the reason for that is I'm quite a muscular rider. Um, quite you know quite curvy generally but more muscular and uh, I always had big problems trying to find riding boots so I used to buy one particular brand of boot um, I think they were they might have been a Swedish brand I think they were Hawker they used to be a brand that was around okay. um, but they did really nice affordable but nice leather riding boots that I used to buy um, and then they stopped selling them or I couldn't find them anywhere so I was really stuck because I couldn't find any boots that fitted me and 
the only company that I could find that did fit me was um, very expensive. Um, and there was another company that, that was doing boots and they went bust for a while and weren't trading. So even they didn't have any boots that I could buy. So I just thought, you know, someone must be able to do this better and yeah. in a more affordable way. So I thought, I'm going to give it a go. So because I have a design background, um, so I, I actually have a degree in model making. So because of that, we used to do a lot of work on film set things and product samples. So making mock-ups of products. And we learned to use Photoshop to design things as well. So with because I've been a graphic designer since I left university as well, I had a good skill set to be able to design something on Photoshop, do the measurements, think how it would work physically. Uh, and then I found a supplier or a couple of suppliers that were willing to do very small numbers mm -hmm. uh, of boots because yeah. that's the problem. A lot of suppliers are not interested in only doing a small order. Yeah. Um, but I tried um, a, a company in China because I was recommended China had the best technology and it would and they were terrible. Like the, the samples were just awful. Um, and then I had another set of samples that I had made in India and that is now my supplier. So he is brilliant he does such a good job for me and he's so adaptable for my small orders you know sometimes I might run low on maybe just one or two pairs of something and he'll allow me to just to order two pairs of one size and three pairs of another size now that we have all the templates done uh, yeah that's so fantastic it's, yeah it and is great I'd be lost I, without I them. can imagine also from from China, I know the sizes. It's very difficult to get the right sizes from China. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sizing wasn't so much the issue; it was just the quality. They yeah. they didn't listen to a lot of the things I wanted done on the boots. They sent them made in fake leather. They weren't real leather. Oh um, wow! You know, which was such a big thing that I'd asked they had to be good quality real leather yes um so yeah that it was just an expensive mistake doing that but mm. uh, you know it was only samples so it wasn't too bad but yeah I, I'm just so lucky I have my supplier uh, he's great and it's a very ethical factory they they are a member of the um Indian Business Association so they pay fair wages and they have holiday pay and okay. you know they, they sort of work in a professional way and and hmm. with their standards for their workers. So, it's, yeah. It's good, really good for your work. conscious <laughs> that yeah. you know that it's it's uh, okay in this. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was very worried about that because obviously yeah. trading with um, the Far East and everybody, you know, you hear a lot of yes. bad stories of, you know, children working or things like that um you know there's none of that it's all adult professional boot makers working there and mm. yeah that's good but how how do you do that do you do you measure and and then send uh, uh, please do these pairs or or you have uh, uh, 
are the boots all the same or how how is that yeah so my very first ones that i made i based it more on my personal measure measurements and then i just sized it up and down slightly for the larger and sh larger shoe sizes and the smaller shoe sizes so you know just made the height slightly less or taller depending on the shoe size uh, and then when i had my samples i ran a massive survey so i went on all of the rider pages for curvier riders and i was like i really want to help you get boots that will fit you please help me by filling out this survey and mm -hmm. i will give you a discount code in exchange for when the boots are launched you can get a discount on them yeah. so about i don't know probably about 100 people filled in my survey and they were all people that couldn't buy Ariats or tread steps or you know all the brand names that you get in the shops and they all um kindly filled out this survey with their measurements and some information about troubles that they had when buying boots or mm -hmm. fitting issues that they had and I took all of that feedback and went through it all and then I used that to make my existing size charts so and as the company has grown uh, I've you know learnt more about my customer base and what they do and don't want and so uh, like a lot of my American and Canadian customers are very tall so mm -hmm. I launched a tall wide and a tall regular fit. So some of them are just regular. My my wide regular in my wide boot company is bigger than an Ariat regular, of course. But some of those people wanted my regular fit calf, but taller because my regular fit was just a bit too short for them. Mm. So I introduced a new range for those people in the slightly taller cut. And then the tall wide is for like a much bigger calf size, people that are very, very tall and, you know, very muscular. Yeah. I, I know the feeling. I, I remember when I was younger, I should have these boots and I had to, to take the ones who were too big for my foot to fit my, yeah. <laughs> my leg. So, yeah, yeah. so many people have told me that, that they've yeah. ended up sizing up one or two shoe sizes yes. just to get half size and it's it's actually quite dangerous trying to ride yeah you know with your foot in a boot that is moving around because it's mm. too big for you yeah so yeah and not very and, comfortable either <laughs> no no and and the other thing that I designed as well um because I noticed some of the brands that did do a slightly wider calf boot they also made a very big ankle yeah and most people that ride don't necessarily have a big ankle just because they've got a bigger calf no. and again when you're riding you don't want your foot you know banging around in a big boot no. in the ankle it's not comfortable and the other problem is you the leather drops down yeah. and then you end up with ridges mm -hmm. digging into your ankle yeah. so when I design them I design them to have a much more fitted ankle than other designs of boots and um when i took my boots to the british equestrian trade association show in i think it was march 2020 i actually won their design award the De uh, design innovation award for the unique shape of the boots mm -hmm. 
So yeah, that was really great to win that. Um, but yeah, so they are yeah. quite different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Do you have zippers in it, or it's it's a whole uh, boot? Sorry, zips. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All of them have got zips because I just find the modern market people don't want to be pulling them on with you know. No, boots. and and I can imagine also when you have a smaller ankle, it's it's difficult to get into them if you don't have zips. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So all of them have a rear zip. Um, I have some styles that have a full lace up. But I still have a zip on the back because people mm. don't want to stand there for half an hour. No. Lacing, <laughs> and then you've got up. sweaty and oh. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, I try and take all of those things into consideration. And because I'm a rider myself and I'm always time poor, I'm always so busy, um, I'm always running late for my lessons and things. Okay. So. <laughs> I know, I know, I unload my horse and I'm literally like, throw the tack on, quick, quick, quick. And then it's like, right, zip the boot up, get on, off we go. Um, because I don't have all that time to spend getting ready and looking clean and tidy, unfortunately. I would love to. Um, but no, I'm I'm not organised or have enough time to be <laughs> like that. So I, I try and make my products, you know, easy. Easy, easy to go, <laughs> yeah 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 yes that's fantastic do you have yeah. a lot of customers then um it's quite a niche market mm. so obviously uh if i was catering to more regular sizes i would have a wider customer base um because i am catering to quite a unique sizing range it does cut down my customer base and also because I'm a relatively new company it's quite hard to get word out there so mm -hmm. um, it's starting to get there and I find social media is really the best way people asking on groups oh I can't find boots to fit me people tag my company now a lot yes um so that's really how it's grown um obviously the first few months it was very difficult because people hadn't heard of me, they no. didn't trust me. Um, and then we had COVID lockdown just after I launched the business, yeah. which was a complete nightmare. Um, all of my first order, so after I did this big trade show um, with the British Equestrian Trade Association, I had people that wanted to sell my boots on wholesale and a lot of interest from you know people in America and suddenly the world shut down and my first order was on the benches. <laughs> um, the leather was oh. there being cut and then it all stopped. So it was very difficult for me because people didn't know me or trust me and they paid some money up front to have boots made and then I couldn't uh. give them those boots because of all the delays. So, yeah. you know, most people were great and they were very patient about things. Um, but yeah, it wasn't the best start as a new business. Um, but you know, now time has gone on, more people know my business. I've got five star reviews on my on my Facebook page. Um, you know, it's people are more willing to trust and know my business and spread the word about it, which is good. 
So I think I've got about 10,000 followers now across wow. my business page and TikTok and Instagram. and Yeah. So, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot, you know, 10,000. Then it's spread around. And yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'd, I'd say, um, especially at the moment, because because we have a cost of living crisis in the UK, people are not spending money on retail much at the moment. No. No. Um, I So actually, the last order I did, um, so I, I just launched custom colour boots, so that my customers can order any of my styles of boots, but they can choose from a few different leather colours and some fun trims like crocodile type trims or colours like pink and purple or silver, just so people can be able to order a bit more of a custom coloured boot um, to their preferences without the expense of going for a full custom boot somewhere else. So that order went in to my supplier a couple of months ago and is in production at the moment. And I think nearly 70% of those those orders came from American and Canadian customers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I do have a very loyal customer base, especially in the United States, which is nice. So Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But, but you would imagine that somebody had had that idea in USA as well, but certainly no. <laughs> um yeah, they there are a couple of companies that do wider calf boots, but apparently the quality isn't that great. Okay. Um and, and the leather is too soft for some people. Yeah. So it doesn't wear very well. Um or they have issues with the zips breaking. Mm. So, um, and my zips are very, very tough. Like I don't get many, you know, I think on, I can count on one hand how many people have contacted me because they've had an issue with a zip and I've sold, you know, hundreds, probably thousands of pairs of boots now. Yeah. So I have very, very good quality zips. That was one of the main things I really emphasized to my supplier. It had to have the best quality zip that we could get um so so yes it's um you know I I think for that reason a lot of the U.S. customers come back to me now because they like the quality that's great that's great yes yeah and you also have something for horses health you told me so (laughs) so please tell me a little more about that yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about um, this product, actually. So because the boot company is, like I say, it's a niche market, um, I, I it doesn't allow me to have a full-time wage still. So I still work doing other things alongside running the company. Mm-hmm. And one of the, well, the main thing that I do alongside the company is working for Hempine CBD. So Hempine is a a uh, hemp based product um so cbd you've probably heard a lot about it for human use a lot of people are now using it for aches and pains or you know other joint issues and things uh in in a oil dropper format um so hempine have a what's well, equine and canine so hence the name hempine um it is 
for horses, dogs. It's, it's actually okay to use for other animals as well, but mainly we concentrate on horses and dogs. And it is a feed-based supplement that you can just add into the dog food or horse food um, and just stir it in with their feed. Uh, and it's like a powder. So it's uh, infused hemp flowers uh, infused with coconut oil. And the coconut oil makes the effects of the CBD better because it's like a carrier for the um, sort of active ingredients of the hempine. So it, it helps it to be absorbed into the body better. So um, we always suggest for people to do the powder if they can. Some people use the drops for their horses or dogs, but the powder is definitely the best way to do it. So, but I do. And, and they eat it, they, they like to eat it. Yeah, I mean, the odd one you get um, is a bit fussy with the taste initially. And obviously because it's a natural product, the between batches, the flavor can vary slightly because it, you know, it, like any herbs or plants, mm -hmm. they all vary slightly in taste and, and hay even, you know, sometimes we get yes. horses that have one batch of hay and they're fine with that, but they don't like another batch from another That's field. Right. Or, yeah. So, you know, but generally um, they, once they've had it a few times, they get used to it if they are a bit fussy. Um, I've not had problems with any of my horses eating it. They all will eat it quite happily um, and actually my thoroughbred who is the one I started on it initially before I worked for the company um, she had quite bad joint issues and she literally licked the bowl clean after a few days I noticed she was literally because she's quite a fussy eater and she would usually leave a little bit of her feed but now she always finishes the whole lot so she obviously likes the taste <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sometimes always also the animals, if they need something in their body, they they like the taste because they can uh, they can feel that it's it's good for them somehow. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, you know, I mean, the results have been amazing. So, I mean, I was recommended um, the product by a friend of mine. He actually owns the stallion that I bred my foal with. Uh, and she, he said, oh, you know, this might be good for your, for her mum, because it's my foal's mother, who is the one that's got the arthritis, because she's an ex-race horse, so she's had a very hard early start to her life, and uh, I thought, oh, I'm not sure, you know, and then I, I read some reviews that the lady that owns the business sent me, and I was like, oh, this is actually quite amazing, um, so I thought, do you know what? I will try it. And um, I don't know if you've heard of Nip Tuck, who is Carl Hester. He's um, one of the Olympic dressage riders. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Nip Tuck was his horse that went to Rio, to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And he is on Hempine now in his retirement. Um, and he's living out in the field. And his owner, who half owns him with Carl Hester, I think, um, she feeds him it and he absolutely loves it so I was like oh you know it, it, if it's good enough for Olympic horse it's good enough yeah. for, for my horse so we'll yeah, try it, it. And, um, <laughs> yes and literally within two or three days of of putting her on it she was 
a completely different horse. Her movement was so much better. Wow. And um, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you've heard of Arthromid, which is a joint injection that you can have done. Oh, um, yeah. It's like a gel that goes in between the joints. So I had her booked in to have her, she had one joint with a very bad issue with arthritis and so I'd booked her into my vet to have this one joint injected but obviously I could only afford to do one joint and she was stiff in her hocks every you know she had a lot of general stiffness everywhere and um, before I took her to the vets to have the arthromid done I wanted to get a good video of her on a proper surface lunging her to see her movement before the arthromid and then afterwards as a record for myself and she had been on hempine for I think two or three days when I boxed her and took her to my friend's arena to lunge her there and my friend said she, she looks completely amazing and I was like I know like yeah. I wasn't expecting her to be going around like this and I was like that stuff's obviously really works and um so my friend was like wow you know i she said I she said I thought you might have to put her down after she had the fall because she was quite you know she wasn't mm. I wasn't sure if you were going to keep her going or not and I was like yeah of course I would she's my special horse and I always would yeah. try and do the best for her but you know that sort of shows the level of arthritis that she she was experiencing and um yeah so my friend was very impressed and then I took her to the vets to have the arthromid done and uh my vet was like this keep her on this supplement it obviously is making a big difference to her so we've I've kept her on it and she's now back doing like, quite a bit of hacking she's gone and done some pole clinics so you know and I didn't think she'd ever get back to doing anything like that so mm -hmm. um yeah so it's very impressive and so when they asked me to work with them I was like yes I'd love to work with you because I just knew how good the product was and they are quite a small business like myself and are trying to build up a more awareness of it so I was you know very happy to try and spread the word because I know how well it works now so yeah. it can benefit so many horses how is it with with it must you give it uh, all her life now or is it uh, just some month and then you stop a little or how is it working um generally you would just keep them on it all the time for a lameness okay. issue if mm -hmm. it's like a ongoing lameness arthritis that's going to get worse over time just keep them on it all the time uh some horses that we've had on this before and after trial that I've been running uh some of them are horses that have just got anxiety with certain things so maybe riding away from home in a different arena they find that difficult so for those horses you might just give it to them a day or two before you're going to do that just to build up a little bit in their system and you can give them more on the day that you're going to do that. So it can also work like that. Um, I mean, for my thoroughbred, I just keep her on a very low dose every day. And then on the days I know she's going to be ridden, I just give her a bit more on those days. So she gets mm -hmm. 
maybe the night before or the morning that she's going to be ridden, she gets more. So it's quite economical to do it that way. Mm. Um, yeah, but, you know, it there, it works for so many different things, uh, you know, like horses that are anxious in the stable, uh, horses that are anxious when they go away somewhere new. Um, we've had uh, horses that are um, weaving in the stable as well. I don't know if you, you know, weaving where they yeah, stand like yeah, this. I know, yeah. It's worked with some of those horses as well to stop them doing that. Um, horses that are difficult to lead in hand and handle, or maybe they're difficult for the farrier. When the farrier comes to shoe them or trim them, it's good for that. You can give them a higher dose maybe, or just use it before the farrier is going to be coming and you can use it just like that. So yeah, it's really good, but it's, um, the only problem with it is it's not competition legal. No, so, I would think, yeah. Yeah, so if you are wanting to compete, you can use it, um, but I think it's about a 10 to 14-day withdrawal period. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as you take them off it, you know, before your competition, mm. then you can still use it. So, yeah. yeah. But but if you compete with a horse, you you should not compete with a horse who is not uh, well in the body. So yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, obviously, for anxiety related yeah. issues, that's you know. Yeah. A, okay. A lot of younger, healthier horses yeah. could be included in that. Um, I mean, for instance, one of the trial people that we had, and I love this so much. So this mother applied for her pony because her daughters had this four-year-old pony and she said I don't know what to do we've had the vet check it the saddler it's had its teeth checked everything has been checked and um, my daughters are scared to ride the pony because it was so anxious and the pony kept bolting and running away with them and bucking really really quite severe behavior and was throwing the children off onto okay. the ground and it was quite bad um and she said i i've the, the kids love this pony and they really really want to carry on doing things with her but they cry before they ride her but every time i say right we should sell this pony they they cry even more and say oh but we love her we yeah. don't you know we don't want to give up on her so she said i'm I, I want to apply for the trial because it might you know i just don't know what else to try now we've tried everything so i was like okay great so i thought oh you know this is quite a test of whether this is going to work or not but I, a great one for trying it because you know if it can work on that then great anyway mm -hmm. so we sent her the product and three days later she sent me a video and she's like she's still a little bit nervous in the school but she said I can't believe the difference already you know she's mm -hmm. the girls are able to if there's a problem she's not bolting she's just jittering around and then yeah. able to ride through it mm -hmm. so I was like brilliant you know carry on with it uh anyway so three weeks later this pony is now hacking out it's going round fields um without the mum holding on to them uh she's hacking out by roads um she is able to be ridden in the arena with other horses next door in the arena next door because before that was a big problem 
she was very anxious about other horses being near her mm -hmm. in the arena uh they had someone hedge cutting with power tools next to the arena and she said i couldn't believe it she let the girls carry on riding and was fine um and then she even sent me a message after the trial had finished and she said we had the farrier out to trim her feet and she she said he he was like what have you done to this pony it's completely different um and normally she cow kicks with her back leg apparently when he was trying to trim her feet and he she tried it once and then apparently she rested her nose on him and went to sleep <laughs> and he's like can't believe it's the same pony mm -hmm. so you know and it's so nice when you get feedback like that yeah you, it makes it so worthwhile you know um because a lot of jobs can be quite you get people complaining a lot people only contact you when things go wrong and yeah so to have, um, you know, people contacting you going, oh, I just wanted to tell you this. Look at this. Wow, wow. It's <laughs> so great. I'm so happy. And, you know, it's great. Um, yeah. And another horse we had on the trial, he was completely written off by the vet. So the vets had done numerous tests on him for lameness. Uh, he, she had run out on the insurance money for him so they'd literally done everything they could and the vets had said we don't know what's wrong with him they 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 had a few they found a few things wrong with him but they they tried to treat it nothing really worked um and she contacted us for the trial and said i you know he's probably going to have to be put down i don't know what else to do with him he's not rideable he's uncomfortable um and you know i i'm at my I don't know what to do and she was very upset about it um that horse is now back being hacked out so he is now going out for walk hacks not you know he's not going to be going flying around a jumping no, course, no, but, course. Yeah. but he is now happy to walk and have a little trot or whatever out on a hack um and she's like I can't believe it you know I've got my horse back basically so yeah mm. so it's, it's very rewarding when you hear those stories you know, yeah, I mean, it's not a miracle cure. It's not going to work for every single horse. And it's, you know, it isn't a miracle cure, basically, but it does work for a lot of the cases that we're seeing. So, yeah. yeah. And my thought is just uh, CPD, um, I think it's expensive, but how is it compared to the, the horse feed or, or yeah? Yeah, so I would say um, I had I had my thoroughbred on, you know, an average joint supplement that was middle of the market price. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've taken her off that now because she's swapped onto the Empine CBD, um, and it it works out pretty much the same cost for us as that. Okay. So yeah, I, I, you know, it depends a lot on the size of the horse and how severe the problem is. Because obviously the bigger the horse and the more lame it is or the more anxious it is, the more you need to give for it mm. to have an effect. Um, but, you know, it most, most, well, pretty much everybody that's done the trial has carried on using it and buying it. So they obviously feel it's worth the money to do it. Um, but, you know, just for an example, I think my 
one kilogram tub is it's about a hundred pounds and for my 15 one thoroughbred that will last her two months okay so you know it's yeah. 50 pounds a month about um not even quite 50 actually because that tub probably lasts her slightly over two months um so yeah just under 50 pounds a month which mm-hmm. you know isn't hugely expensive compared to most of these supplements and things so oh, wow. and if you know that it it helps your horse it's it's nothing <laughs> well exactly and i think when you compare to the cost of you know some of the injections and things that you can yes the veterinary everything yeah 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 i mean i've done the injection route with my thoroughbred before she's had steroid injections in the past and they work for a short time Mm. um but you know they are so expensive and if you're going to have to pay every year or so to have them repeated it, it you know and the insurance won't pay out after they've done it once or twice no. so it's it's expensive i mean it took me it took me about 6 months to save up the money for the one joint arthromid injection that i had done um because you know it's a lot of money for me to find yeah just you know, without any help from insurance so because i don't insure her anymore because she's got so many issues it's not worth paying insurance because they they're like no we won't pay for that we won't pay for that we won't pay that's right and when they get older you get nothing (laughs) yes well exactly i mean i don't know how insurance works where you are is it fairly similar with horse insurance yes yes i think it's the same yeah 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 so you're very very expensive yes yeah yeah yes so um but no, I think it's a great thing to try. And, you know, we, we do trial pouches as well that people can try so they can just make sure their horse likes to eat it and have a couple of days to see the effects. Um, so, you know, certainly if you've got a smaller, like a dog or a smaller pony, that trial pouch will last you enough to see a definite difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's great. It's it's really great. I'm so glad they asked me to work with them. I, yeah, I'm really I'm really happy to be doing things with them. Yeah, sounds great. Really. Mm. Yes. Have a sip of my tea. <laughs> <laughs> so, if if people wants to get in touch with you, either for the boots or for the CBD, where mm-hmm. can they find you? Yeah, so the best place to find me is on my Wide Boot Company Facebook page. So that's just The Wide Boot Company on Facebook. And I also have a YouTube channel. So I fo- um, my YouTube channel follows the things that I do with my horses competing. Um, I'd say, I forgot to say about that. So my main horse that I have is a Spanish um, PRE and mm-hmm. I imported him during lockdown unseen so um, I couldn't go and try him in Spain because of lockdown rules so yeah. I just decided I'm going to go for it and import him Yeah, and he is a fantastic horse and this year I took him to Royal Windsor and did the traditional tack 
class. So, um, yeah, just after the King's coronation in the castle grounds of Windsor Castle. So he's been really great and we've, we've done all of that. So, so I follow things like that with my vlog that I do and that's on YouTube and you can find that at Bex WBC. So B-E-X-W-B-C for the Wide Boot Company. So, yeah, but I've got loads of different vlogs on there. And I've also got a good vlog that I did for Hempine before I started working for them, showing my thoroughbred being lunged and ridden before and after using the Hempine. So if anyone's interested in that, then that's a really good vlog to have a look and just see, you know, see the effects. See the difference, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good one to have. <laughs> so they yes. can see it with your own eyes. Yeah, I, yeah, I really enjoy the vlogging because I think it's, uh, you know, it's a nice, I, I like to do it because I can look back on how I've got on with the horses. Um, and when I'm having a bit of a down patch with competing, I might look back at my older videos and think, oh, you know, maybe the judge didn't like us today, but <laughs> we we had, you know, we I look back and see the progress that we've made over the last mm. year or two, and it's it's nice to sort of be able to look back at it all. And uh, you know, a, a lot of people are very interested in the Spanish showing because it's quite unique. All the tack and turnout, it's very difficult to learn about it. It's quite specific and. Uh, they get very um, kind of not cross, but, you know, they they like you to get it right in the judging arena and make sure you've got the correct outfit, the correct hat to go with the right outfit. You know, it, it's there's uh, a couple of different styles that you can go for. One is Doma Vaquera, which is the Spanish, like the Spanish cowboy outfit. Um, and then you've got the Alta Escuela, which is the like the Spanish riding school have with the smart jackets and the grey suede saddles. And so, you know, a lot of people, when they start out, mix the two styles together by mistake and get it wrong. So it's, it's a lot to learn. So I like to do the vlogs because I'm lucky enough. I have a lot of contacts like his breeder is a very high up judge and he knows all of the information uh, about the outfits and turnout. And I have another friend as well who she's very, very good with all the different historical, you know, what what's correct. So I, I try and share that information on my blog so that other people can learn. Yeah, that's great. That's very interesting. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. So you have a lot of things going on all the time that's fantastic it's, yeah you're just a horse girl <laughs> i'm definitely a horse girl and i'm definitely always very very busy <laughs> yeah uh, and sometimes we, very stressed trying to fit it all in but we, we never get bored that's the way <laughs> oh certainly never bored there's always something to be doing so <laughs> Yeah, especially with four horses, that uh, definitely keeps me busy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I appreciate that you had got the time today to be here with me. It has been a very good experience and, and uh, nice to hear about everything going on. Yeah. 
yeah well thank you so much for having me along because you know it, it all helps to get the word out there about the businesses and um you know it's uh it's always nice when people see these vlogs or uh podcasts and things and and they oh i didn't know i didn't know about these boots i've been looking for boots or That's you know, nice. so yeah. it's it's a good way to get it out there and it's yeah. always nice to chat to other people you know around the world as well especially i love i love um you know talking to people about things horses yeah, and, and the horse horse people has always something to talk about <laughs> oh yeah exactly I, yeah. I always say um to people that if you can ride a horse you can go anywhere in the world you know because it's the best way to see the world if you can ride a horse mm. you can always get a job riding uh, grooming horses anywhere yeah um and experience different cultures and you know you get to know i think the real people in the cultures if you know about horses and can go and speak to them and hang out with them and yeah. uh, I think it's a good way to get to know about other countries and their traditions and yeah it's That's good. right yeah so thank you so much again and uh, thank you all of you out there who have been watching this and uh, listening so um, please subscribe if you want to see more and uh, follow us here on Horse and Health. And thank you very much, everybody. And uh, I'll see you again in a week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.